Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. It's Funky Friday Sports Talk, ready to usher you into your weekend. Welcome to the program. Go until 6 o'clock here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. My name is Scott Beatty, and I am joined by Evan Kahn. And the party begins now until 6 o'clock. Coming to the show, Brian Barnhart, voice of the Illini, his notebook before he jets to Iowa City for the Illini and the Hawkeyes tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. Next hour, the world according to Bob Osmussen. Also, Matt Daniels from the News Gazette. we got plenty to do and we got plenty to get to today. Some more vitamin D for you, sir, into that seat. We have <laughs> yeah, the, the sun sh- is shining. We've got the wrap on these windows, so it sort of blocks it, but then again, it doesn't. No. The no. sun turns out to be a little more powerful than a piece of plastic with our logo on it. Right right into the eyes. But, uh, no, we, we, we'll we make it through. And these, we're enjoying the sun being back. These goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, big weekend uh, in Big Ten basketball, both on the men's and women's side. And uh, we'll get into it more. But uh, Illinois gets their one and only against the Iowa Hawkeyes tomorrow. For those of you who find this of interest, the Hawkeyes are slight favorites at home at two and a half points. I think that is the home court advantage showing up there. What say you there, sir? It's interesting. I hadn't looked at the line, but I was just thinking back. Surprisingly, I don't think Illinois was an underdog at all in January. Oh, really? They were never dogs. Even in those losses, I think even against Indiana, they were favored. And we remember back that Wisconsin game after the Northwestern game, and Vegas had Illinois as about eight-point favorites, even though everybody was ready to jump off the ship, and then they won by ten. So um, I don't, I don't know what Vegas knows. Although I'm guessing they think that Iowa could probably hit more shots on their home court than an Illinois team that hasn't really been able to hit shots anywhere Fair. this year. But uh, I'm, I'm willing to to let them toss it up at midcourt and play 40 minutes and find out. Game of the universe tomorrow is Purdue at Indiana. Have you looked? I will. No. I would like to see what you think it would be. Uh, Purdue four and a half. Purdue one and a half. Oh wow! On the road. Interesting. Okay. So that's essentially saying, yeah, we still think Purdue's the better team, but Indiana's the host. Mm-hmm. I, I think Purdue wins that game. Yeah, that'll that'll be a, a good one. I, I think they match up well, although nobody really matches up with Zach Eady structurally wise. I, I, I think they play very similar games, so that that should be a, a good one. And if Indiana can knock it off, uh, don't want to say this too loudly, but kind of rooting for an Indiana win tomorrow. 
Yeah, I see more if, pe- if you've got pulling a, if you've, for if, yeah is. pulling pulling for yeah if if you got any sort of pipe dream of winning the Big Ten, this is one of the teams that could knock off Purdue. Yep. Um, the the Orange Crush saga continues, <laughs> and uh, the Orange Crush has issued a statement just uh, within the last hour uh, about as backstory they they purchased 200 tickets to go to Iowa Incognito at tomorrow's game. Iowa snuffed out that they were not the Boys and Girls Club that they had portended to be when they purchased 200 tickets and said, we're invalidating your tickets. The Orange Crush instead are getting a watch party at an area bar. Um, But the Crush now issued this statement. The students of the Orange Crush are among the most passionate fans in the country, but in planning the Orange Crush road trip, we misrepresented ourselves as another active charitable organization, which exercised poor judgment. This was our mistake, and for that we are truly sorry. We also should have never placed blame on the Iowa ticket office and director of athletics Gary Barter or called them out for canceling the tickets. Protection of their home court is and should be their priority. As a nonprofit organization ourselves trying to better the Champaign-Urbana community, we have the greatest respect for organizations who are doing this life-changing work every day. It was never our intention to disparage or lessen their importance. This event has been a valuable learning experience that will help form best practices for Orange Orange Crush classes for years to come. The Orange Crush road prank has become a tradition that students and Illini fans look forward to every year. It's our goal to continue the annual road trip in a manner that stays true to the spirit of fun competition Illinois fans expect. I'm over it, man. <laughs> it's been a, a, a long 36 hours or, or whatever <laughs> has gone on with this. I, I honestly think they could have just let it be if they would have just put out their initial statement and, and let let it go and let everybody run their discourse. I think it would have been fine coming out with this statement. It is what it is. You're not going to see the same class out of Iowa because we know all about them in false pretenses when it comes to things, specifically phone calls and players. So uh, I, I'm over it. Let's play basketball. All right, but I appreciate the apology. I, I do agree. You should have left Boys and Girls, Girls Club out of that. Just Just do it a different way. At the same time, this is not the worst thing in the world. No, it's but it's gamesmanship. Yeah, it, it, it all. It's like the question is like, well, had had we given you the real name, were you going to say yes? Well, no. <laughs> okay. Well, now you see why we did it. So again, you know, what whatever. Whoever wants to think that they're higher and mightier in in the outcome of the situation, at the end of the day, the players on the court are going to decide it. I still appreciate the apology. I. Yeah, like I, I, said, I appreciate the the, 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 side, the, the the classier side comes out. Yeah. Um, okay, last night, Illinois women's basketball on the road um, did not have a good performance against the Michigan Wolverines, and it got out of hand pretty quick. They just couldn't shoot. They just could not make shots, and uh, the zone has given this Illini squad mm-hmm. some trouble. They've now gone win-loss, 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 win-loss over eight games. And uh, they're still in a nice position. Bracketology has them at a nine seed in the tournament. In a tournament, mind you, that Illinois hasn't made in twenty years. <laughs> uh, but it was it was it was a disappointing performance. Although I will say that just Michigan, it, Michigan's bigger, and this is welcome to the Big Ten. 
uh, Illinois has a lot of talent on the floor, but they just don't have a lot of size. Mm-hmm. And and Michigan didn't have a true post that uh, that eviscerated them like a couple of other teams did. But they, Leah Brown, my goodness, she just she's she's has a lot of physicality and can go get her shot. Yeah, well, what what makes this Illinois offense go really is Bryant and Cook and, and everybody's ability to, to get downhill and then kick out. And when you, you throw a zone in there, that kind of takes away the driving ability. And shooting on the road's never easy. And shooting in general can be kind of streaky, especially when it comes to, to college basketball players. So uh, just really kind of ran ran up uh, against it last night in Michigan. And you're seeing it's, it's that dividing line. They've got a, a couple of impressive wins here in the Big Ten play, but it's also year one of Shauna Green and, and year one with, with everything. And it wasn't going to be, you know, zero to 100 just like that. And you got some flashes, but Michigan's a, a good team and going on the road and getting that win w- would have been no small feat. I, I don't think that, that you can hang your head on the loss and they probably got some things that they can learn from it and you kind of know where you stand. You're right there on the cusp of getting into that upper echelon of the Big Ten, but you're not quite there yet. Yep. They're good enough I, you know, to get out of that Wednesday day of the, the first day of the Big Ten tournament, which means you're not a bottom four seed. Mm-hmm. And and really, uh, even better, you're in the upper third yep. to of, of the Big Ten and you're in position to go to the tournament, upper third being good in yeah. in in the Big oh, yeah. 10. But as for last night, you you can't have Makaira Cook and Adelia McKenzie go a combined 5 for 22. Mm-hmm. 21, excuse me. 5 for 21. You cannot have a combined 11 points out of those two players. And Michigan shot 22 free throws, Illinois shot 6. Settling for for jump shots and and not Working, working the ball inside and running your offense, uh, that'll get you that, especially on the road. We, we know it's harder to, to get calls there, and home teams will, will get calls, and if you don't force the issue, they're just not going to be there. Yeah, and I, did, you know, I, I wasn't there, so I'm just looking at what I could hear and see, and it, to me it didn't look like a very lopsided, officiated game. No, it just looked no. like Illinois fouled more. Right. I'm sure there's always calls that are bad. but No, 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 it's just, yeah, it's just that, that edge and – yeah, if you're if you're not forcing the issue and settling for jump shots, you just don't get fouled. So important for the Illini to bounce back Sunday, 2 p.m. at the State Farm Center. They're going to raise the honored jersey of Jenna Smith, the greatest, one of the greatest Illini women's player players uh, in program history. So that'll be a nice event. You got Minnesota, and that's a team they should beat. Yeah, already got the the win up in Minneapolis. So. Yeah. Get the, that return trip and get back on the winning side of that yeah. win-loss, win-loss. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you're absolutely right uh, in terms of, you know, you know, not quite there yet. You know, not not at an Indiana level right now, not at, um, well, at least last night, not at a Michigan level. The problem is, is she started out so well that it feels like, oh, what's going on? Well, this is This is life in the Big Ten is what's going on. Life in the Big Ten, life in college basketball, who do you play in the non-conference, right? You're playing smaller schools, you're playing games that you're supposed to win, and they took care of business, and you get into Big Ten, and 
most of the time it's a, a toss up and if you, you hit shots and you execute you can you can win some games and they were able to do that when Iowa was in town a, a few weeks back and then sometimes it's it's not happening at, at Michigan so they're yeah they're they're a, a tournament team and no they're they're not in Iowa or in Indiana or, or maybe in Ohio State but those are top 15 20 teams and they've been there for a minute for mm-hmm. Illinois to what, I, I don't even know. I mean, they've got more Big Ten wins than like the last five years combined. They right. haven't seen this win total since so and so. So it's a, a step in the right direction. And there's still there's still plenty of, of games to go here. And, and who knows? You get some good matchups in, in the tournament that that favor you. I mean, this could this could be a moot point. All right. The other news of the day, as it pertains to Illinois athletics, the Illini are playing. Iowa tomorrow. Yeah, they there's, will, a, there's a different name here yeah. listed in the actives. Yeah. Luke Goody will be in uniform tomorrow. Here's Brad Underwood with the update. Yeah, he practiced yesterday as expected. He he, he was he looked good. But, uh, you know, again, he's he's missed three months, and he was having to take himself out of practice because we went up and down, you know, quite a bit yesterday, and he was, you know, trying to find oxygen. Um but uh, looked really good, competed really hard. Uh, you know, today will be another day, and and uh, he'll be in uniform tomorrow. And you know, we'll see what that uh, uh, you know what that looks like. So we're not going to put him out there in <clears throat> long stints. That you know that that definitely won't happen. You know, his his, his oxygen's not there yet, and his conditioning. But uh, uh, that'll come with time. How well do you think he can acclimate, and what's key to? And being able to kind of have a seamless transition back into the mix. Yeah, I, we'll see. I don't have an answer for that. You know, I think you got to, you know, he's a guy that uh, uh, has a special, special skill set, you know, in terms of his ability to shoot it. He's, he's tough. He's got size. Um, but, you know, on the other hand, we've got to, uh, uh, we've got to make sure he's ready to go. He's got to be at, he's got to be at the level of everybody else that we're putting him out there with. So, uh, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we know Luke will play hard. We know he's cerebral. Uh, picks up what we're doing very well, and uh, he stayed in, in touch with with that aspect uh, while he's been out. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what that looks like. All right, so Brad Underwood either trying to throw Iowa off the scent or <laughs> stating reality of it's really hard to just come back in. I'll be curious Brian's take when we talk to him in just a, a, a few minutes on this, uh, but. Brad Underwood pointed out this note. Sincere Harris now has played more career minutes than Luke Goody has. I was that's funny. That's what I, I looked up here. He he's played a, a grand total of two hundred and fifty college minutes and hasn't played at all this year other than the the secret scrimmage uh, against Kansas and we don't even know when the, the injury happened. So if, if, in other words, if if Luke Goody was a starter, you know, that's like eight games mm-hmm. of college basketball. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's and I'm not knocking games. him. You aren't either. I was just saying, like, just, just, just I, I everyone don't, yeah, don't expect giant minutes in production from Luke Goody. Don't be surprised if he's put in for 90 seconds and pulled right away. Because as fast as the game is in practice, you turn on the lights and you got 10,000 people there, then the, the oxygen gets even less. So if you can... Minus 200. <laughs> if you, <laughs> uh, yeah, get, can get him in there, get, get some shots up and, and just get a, a feel for the game, uh, that, that'll, be, that'll be nice. All right, Brian Barnhart coming in. 
Illini Notebook after this. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Illini family, this is Brett Bielema. You've got the home of Illinois football. News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Happy Friday to you all, and thanks for being with us. We really do appreciate it. This is Sports Talk. The Illini Notebook is brought to you by Guido's Jupiter's Billy Baruz and Seven Saints, and it's filled out by Brian Barnhart, voice of the Illini, getting ready to go to Iowa City, the uh, only trip of the year, the only matchup of the year between Illinois Mm -hmm. and Iowa. And the Illini, after beating Iowa last year to claim a share of the Big Ten Championship, have to go on the road to Iowa City. Um, are Are you able to get into the arena tomorrow, Brian? I hope so. He's probably, I'm probably the right name. I don't know if I wear a crush shirt or not. I probably <laughs> credential that might or a that boys might, and girls uh, club that might be a problem. Yeah. Might be a little too on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> I'll wear some orange though. It's nice to kind of stand out there. Yeah, our broadcast booth is right next to the bench, so and it gets a lot of camera time. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. try to look orangey there. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be your subversive uh, way to get back at them. Yes, um, your notebook, your score sheet. We learned has to include Luke Goody yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I've had him at the bottom of the score sheet all year. No, just because don't have to make more room then. You never don't know. Have to. Uh, well, just oh, you mean- I, just the way I lay it out, I don't have to look at his name very, you know, during the yeah. course of a game. So, but now I have to move it. Start thinking about moving it back up. Yeah. So, um, Brad said he looked good in mm-hmm. practice. Said he also needed to ask out a few times to mm-hmm. catch his breath. I I don't know where where it is set the expectations that we, we were kind of kicking it around like what's your over under on minutes played tomorrow for for Luke Goody oh I don't I don't think he's ready to play mm-hmm. I mean I think we're a ways from that so I I I think it'd be in the next what you're the, saying he's not starting tomorrow yeah I think within the next <laughs> I, I'm no expert next couple of weeks I would think mm-hmm. but it's going to take him a little while he he was he's been on the ramp to get on the interstate now now he's actually getting ready to get on the interstate. So but he's I mean, he wasn't doing anything up through last week. Yeah. Very little. I mean, he would go out and stand and shoot like you or I might, you know, at a at a basketball goal, but uh, that was about it. So yeah, so he's got a long way to go yet, I think. Yeah. Just from a physical and conditioning standpoint. There's one I mean, he's in decent shape, but then there's playing shape and there's playing in the Big Ten shape and that's a different deal. Well, so. I I'd say I used to I would never, never was close to the shape that these guys are in. But I, in college, I would go play some basketball with friends at the at Wimpy, as it was known. Uh, and, and there was times where, like, I was, I was really in shape running. I did some running, and you know, I could go do several miles. It just felt good. And I'd go play basketball, couldn't Completely just different. suck and win. <laughs> yeah. And there different. was times where I could just play basketball for hours and then go try to run them. And if I tried to run a mile on a different day, I was like, oh, I've not gone mm. running. <laughs> So they're just two different things. Yeah, no, it's a different, it's a different dynamic. And uh, like I say, I mean, I think a lot of people thought we're hoping for mid-January, and obviously that didn't materialize. And and then there's just this: you just can't throw somebody in the, in the middle of a 
middle of a game. So they'll they'll have to work him in gradually and practice, and then eventually you mean against Iowa on the road when and, you're in second place. Yeah, <laughs> and then eventually uh, work him into a game, and then go from there. So uh, it's like making a, a rookie make his debut, you know, trying to to clinch yeah. something. It's a, a, <laughs> yeah. a pretty big game, but it's just interesting that he's coming back and he's dressing, and this is coming after the the post game against Nebraska, and I, I believe even with the the media this week, he was talking about how the role identification mm-hmm. has really settled things down mm-hmm. as they've won seven of eight, and now we're just going to throw a monkey wrench right into that. Yeah, well, hopefully it's not a monkey wrench, but hopefully it's a. <laughs> You know, just a nice addition that you can kind of ease into because you do have the roles identified pretty well right now and you don't want to disrupt it. But I think it's a little different because uh, when Revante Rice was out, he had been a major part of what was happening and then he was out and then he came back and that was disruptive in both ways, I think, as it turned out. So, And that's no reflection on Revante. That's just how it worked. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in that regard, this is a little different because he's been out since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So um, the team has developed on its own, uh, and now you just—I think—as a coach, you probably find a way to just ease him in and see how it goes. I was trying to remember the last time there there had been a, a situation like this. Uh, Ray mm-hmm. Rice, like you said, it, it different, mm-hmm. but a, a similar situation in that mm-hmm. they they figured things out while he was gone, and, and then now you've got to add him back in and hope that it that it still works. Well, the other later example would be of Io being out. You know, with his broken nose or whatever, mm-hmm. with the mask, because they actually played better, even even better, as good as he was. They played even better without him, because Andre Curbelo stepped up and and they won those games. Was it, they blew out Michigan on yeah. the road, and I mean, it was uh, pretty impressive. So that's the last time I can think about it. It was a little disruptive uh, there, but not. It was a disruptive in the other direction. Basically, it just exploded. It'd be like you as a play-by-play man uh, working with an analyst. And really develops into good chemistry. And then all of a sudden, now Tom Brady's in the booth. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You, you know, it's just really an abrupt mm-hmm. change. Yeah. What are you going to do? It is. Yeah, that's a good example. <laughs> yeah, uh, are I you guess. sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Tom, maybe is he going to replace Tony Romo, or is he? Oh, no, he'd be uh, a fox. Greg Olson. Yeah, he's a fox. Yeah, be great. No, the problem is, is the problem quote problem is Greg Olson has gotten really good reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not Tom Brady in name and stature and all that, but, yeah. Uh, so he may he may get bumped for <laughs> for this guy, this new chump off the street coming in, making well, a lot of money. That's yeah. why he's got the agent that wrote into the clause that he can opt out if somebody takes over his spot. So yep, that's a smart give, agent. Give that yeah. guy a raise, it, yeah. indeed. <laughs> all right, I, I got something out of maybe a, a little bit off the wall here for you, Brian, or just uh, uh, sift back through your memory here. Last night in a Duke's Duke women's basketball game, their head yes. coach uh, Carol Lawson alleges that a, a would never happen in yeah, a men's game. Yeah. Okay, okay. So she alleges that a men's sized ball was used in the game in the first half instead of a woman's ball. And Florida State and the ACC says no, but that's the. But one of the quotes was, "Well, this would never happen in a men's game." <laughs> yeah. Look, and I'm not here to dispute gender inequality or, or or any of that but we all know but, that that yeah, would happen yeah. in a men's game it did happen yeah <laughs> i'm so i'm wondering if you how much you remember that moment oh. when was it was it penn state that was the opponent who was i the forget opponent? who the opponent was i, I or just was it remember a i just game? remember dimitri mckamey yeah. looking at it and like this this isn't right yeah. even yeah. though they played what was it like 10 12 minutes something like it. that <laughs> i don't know if it was even that long but yeah it was uh dimitri kept motioning to the bench saying the ball's not right and we weren't shooting very well and there was the contention that 
Bruce Weber thought that well he was just complaining because they weren't shooting well and he kept no no it's like it's like so eventually the bat the, yeah with the donut on the end of it and then going up there and swinging without the donut on yeah. it yeah just chucking so like, that's what I remember and then eventually they 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 started talking and they started talking to the official and it was like oh we got the wrong ball here so yeah uh, I I just think inequality is out there and so is honest mistakes yeah. or maybe it was a conspiracy yeah. i don't know yeah but that was fun to <laughs> conspiracy it, 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 let me just better. promise you it has happened yeah it does happen <laughs> let's it can. tell you the tale <laughs> yep. oh man brian bardard is here for the illini notebook we're, we're into february it was a seven and two january um it's only going to get tougher the sledding here now there's some games I think that Illinois, quote, should win here on the schedule, but then there's some real tests starting with tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is that after tomorrow you get two home games next week. So you're Minnesota, who's you would like to think you could handle them, and then Rutgers, of course, which has always been a tough customer here and even in, in this building. So, yeah, but there are they are at home. So, yeah, you've got some, some games you could certainly win, but um, in this league, who knows? I mean, look at what, um, you know, Penn State blows out who was it they blew out here recently? Uh, Wisconsin, I think, mm-hmm. or um, there was a couple of teams that they've blown out at home, mm-hmm. and then they get blown out by Purdue, which can happen at Mackey Arena, but it wasn't even close. And uh, I know Penn State blew out Indiana earlier this year, and then Indiana comes here and blows us out. So <laughs> it's hard to predict. But, yeah, you're right. I think you know having the next uh, handful of games, a majority of them at home, uh, you still got to go to Indiana yet. You still got, of course, this game with Iowa tomorrow. You still got to go to Ohio State. Uh, that can be dicey. We haven't won much over there in recent years. So, yeah, there's still a long way to go here. And you know, I don't think anything's um, anything settled in those spots between two and about six. Mm-hmm. They're going to need the tiebreaker book, I think, <laughs> when we get to the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Try to sort out who's going to get what. You know, you would hope that Indiana might be able to knock Purdue off its notch at least one, and they do play twice, Indiana and Purdue, and that's a big rivalry tomorrow, game. Tomorrow, right? Play tomorrow. That's yeah. a big matchup. And that game's in Bloomington, and they got to go back to Mackey. But uh, you hope maybe if Illinois can keep winning and then you just kind of chop away at that lead and, and give yourself a shot at the end of the season against Purdue. But yeah. but it's that's asking a lot. You can't even look that far ahead. The coaches can't. You just got to. You got to get this game tomorrow. And we have won five in a row against Iowa, by the way, and they've all been pretty close. Yeah, and they've all been pretty significant. For as much as people talk about, oh, we got to hate Iowa here. Like Iowa's really put a target on Illinois. They're mm-hmm. they're probably tired of this story of losing to Illinois, mm-hmm. and in close games and in yeah. big games. Yeah, a lot of teams like with that. a lot on the line. I, I was just thinking, and I should have looked at a, a schedule or something. This this might be toughest road environment of the Big Ten so far. And, I know well, North, I'm trying to think. Northwestern's yeah, Northwestern's goofy, a half and not, half, but it's not very big. Yeah. They've been to Minnesota. Wisconsin can be tough. They kind of took uh, them I out would of think that that's game. The, they took them out of that one. So. Um, yeah, probably. I'm trying to think. We don't go to Rutgers this year, so that's that one's out. Ohio State's can be tough, but if they're not playing well, it's not that mm. not as intimidating. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah. Mackey is top of the list, and maybe Bloomington. Yeah, second Rutgers top. is up there too. I'm, I'm in on the schedule. On the today. schedule, yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. All yeah. right, Brian. Well, I know you got to get to the airport here as the team heads to Iowa City, probably via Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. 
Time for the Illini Notebook brought to you by Guido's Jupiter's Billy Brews and Seven Saints. Tip off tomorrow, 1.30, game day at 11.30. Yeah, Illini lead the all-time series 90-76, to but Iowa leads 56-23 in Iowa City. And the Illini have actually won a few times in Carver-Hawkeye. Their record wasn't nearly as good at the old Iowa Fieldhouse, which is interesting uh, that they played in. But they won five in a row uh, here in the last few games. Illinois won last year, of course, the Big Ten Championship game, 74-72. Chris Murray had the shot, but Keegan Murray had a double-double in that game, 22-11. Tony Perkins had a (laughs) double-double. Remember that? He kept, like, Tony Perkins... 17 points, 12 rebounds. Kofi had 21. Plummer had 18. Curbelo had 14 in that game that Illinois won last March. Uh, Illinois, number 25 in the net rankings, if you look at that. Still leading the Big Ten, fifth in the country in total blocks. Uh, Iowa this year, 11-2 and two at home. They've won 11 of their 14 wins this year, have been by 10 or more points. And they lead the Big Ten in scoring at 81 a game. And in five of the last seven games recently, to show you what Illinois is up against tomorrow, five of the last seven games they've hit ten or more three-pointers in a game. And they've also shot 77 more free throws. They've made 77 more free throws than their opponents have attempted. Wow. So that's another good stat. And they're in the top 20 in the country in assists per game and the top 20 in the country in fewest fouls per game. And that's despite having seven players miss games this year. So some of their uh, notable games, they trailed Michigan by seven points with two minutes left and one. Trailed Indiana by 21 points and one by two. Uh, in Florida, they played in a tournament down there. They beat Clemson, who's pretty good, and lost to TCU, who's pretty good. Uh, and they lost to Duke in North uh, New York City while we were there. They were the game to follow ours. Iowa and Duke in uh, Madison Square Garden. And that game against Eastern Illinois, they led the Panthers 45-37 at half. But if you remember, they gave up 55 points in the second half to Eastern Illinois and lost at home. And so they've been uh, streaky at times. Uh, Their win over Indiana, the Hoosiers got 50 points in the first half. Iowa scored 51 in the second half. So it gives you a little idea of what they've been through. And uh, Fran McCaffrey, of course, we love Fran. Uh, 20 or more wins in eight of the last 10 years for Iowa. And he's now won conference tournaments. Remember, they won the Big Ten tournament last year uh, in four different leagues. And the other guys who have done that, Rick Pitino, Bobby Huggins, Lefty Drizel, the old Maryland coach, and Eddie Sutton hmm. are the only other coaches to win a conference tournament in four different leagues. I always think of Eddie Sutton at Oklahoma State, but I can't yeah. remember else where he was. Oh, he was Kentucky and Arkansas. Oh, yeah. And I think he was at Creighton, I want to say. But it was very early. I think it's one of those mid-major schools he was at. So, yeah, and uh, the Illini uh, trying to get another win in Iowa City after uh, last year sweeping the series from Iowa. Well, this has some juice to it. It does. I would be very careful, Leary, if Illinois were to get a double-digit lead in the first half. Oh, no. And then think, uh, this one's good. Because (laughs) Iowa just... You know, it's not that Iowa plays bad defense. It's they don't play defense. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> they're just bunches. no, and I'd be, I'd be yeah. kind of facetious, but it's like let's just go score. Well, their volume. They're, you will get you will get opportunities. Yeah. You know, whereas a uh, in, in in typical years, and Wisconsin's not as strong this year, but in typical years against Wisconsin, if you're down eight or ten, that's a lot. 
Yeah. If you're down against eight or ten or Iowa against Iowa, that's nothing. Right. You can but make vice that versa up and, too. and vice versa. That happened last year, right? I think they were down double digits. Yeah, in, probably in Iowa City, and yeah. ended up coming back and winning big. Yeah. So it's it's possible you're gonna you they're gonna score and they're hot too. They've won six of eight. We've won seven of eight. They are gonna score, but they'll also allow you to score. Mm-hmm. And so you just need to be hitting your shots. Yeah, which has eh, been a little yeah. hard lately. But yeah. Illinois, if they can limit them a little bit. Think they can do it. Brian, safe travels. Okay. Thank you. That's Thanks, the Illini Brian. Notebook brought to us by Guido's, Jupiter's, Billy Baru's, and Seven Saints. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Facer Law Office invites you to attend their free seminar, The Seven Secrets You Need to Know to Protect Your Home Assets and Family in Perilous Times. Join Thorpe Facer and Facer Law Office at the iHotel and Conference Center on Tuesday, February 7th at 1.30 p.m. Reserve your space by calling Facer Law Office at 337-1111. That's 337-1111. Hey, it's Colin Likas from the News Gazette. Monday night, we take an in-depth look at area high school hoops. It's Prep Basketball Confidential right here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. You've got Sports Talk, and we're glad you're with us. Funky Friday. A little bit of a reshuffling of the rundown here, and that's all right. Matt Daniels is now here. We were going to have you at 540, but it turns out we're having you at 540 Eastern Time. Exactly. It's uh, it's 540 somewhere. <laughs> oh, it's going to be that kind of day for you. That's why you got to go. That's my I favorite wish. soul. Yeah. I wish. Uh, Matt Daniels, if you don't know, is the editor of the News Gazette sports pages and IlliniHQ.com. Been kind of a newsy Friday. Yeah. A little uh, Luke Goody updates. That would uh, be Goody news. A little, uh, little Orange Crush apologies. And, mm-hmm. uh, am I missing anything else? I mm, can't remember. Been hunkered down in Champaign Central basketball uh, uh, coverage. I, it sounds like some of the Illini down at the Senior Bowl practices yes. have been getting good reviews. Both Brown twins. Yeah. Uh, Sydney Brown, Chase Brown, and uh, Juan Martin's there. With Devin Witherspoon, is he there? He pulled out. Pulled out. Okay. It doesn't hurt. His he doesn't play out. in bowl games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Two on the nose. I'm just kidding. I don't have a problem. We went over this. I don't have a problem with it. It's uh, <laughs> when you're th- a consensus top 15. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> just think, thinking about it, too, and again, uh, not trying to deflect on how Chase Brown and Sidney Brown and Quan Martin have fared down in, in Mobile, Alabama, but. It's pretty stunning that Ellen. I mean, Witherspoon's getting talked about as, like you said, Evan, a, a top fifteen pick, and uh, no one probably outside Champaign Urbana had really heard of Devin Witherspoon at this time last year. And you think back to the twenty twenty two NFL draft with Kirby Joseph going in the third round. No one, <laughs> maybe even outside the Smith Center, had heard of Kirby Joseph and what contributions he could make before he became a third round pick of the Lions and turned into a really solid. Uh, rookie season where he became well acquainted with passes thrown by Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Um, so it's just kind of it's remarkable in the sense that these guys that just came in with really no fanfare have turned into millionaires in the, in the span of a couple months. I guess it just goes to show you when you're talented and you work hard and I college pays off. It does. That's true. <laughs> Paid off for me, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I think Sidney Brown won a player of the week in practice and, okay. and uh, uh, there was there was some accolade or maybe it was Chase I can't remember it was one of the Browns. Well, I think for both Brown brothers how they fare at the senior bowl is vitally important to their their NFL chances. Uh, you'd have to think Sidney Brown does have a future at somewhere uh, maybe more on a special teams role right away before he can maybe crack the, the secondary at all. Uh, 
running backs are just so hard to value in the NFL anymore because they're not valued mm-hmm. at all. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be questions about Chase Brown's workload this past year at Illinois. Why did he run a lot? He ran a lot. <laughs> did not play in the bowl game either. Did he get a lot of carries? Which would have added to his uh, his wear and tear. Uh, what, 328 carries, single season record at, at Illinois. Um, just mighty, mighty fine workload for him. And it's smart for him to, to try to pursue the NFL because you'd have to think another year of that type of production in college would – Again, wear and tear, and you don't know how much the NIL money factored into it at all or, or what, how much money he was making off uh, name, image, likeness either because that's the double secret probation. Well, Canadian. He, he, well that's true. Yeah. He had, maple he had the syrup. maple syrup yeah, going. exactly. That was a, that was a nice <laughs> little touch there. Yeah. Um, but you'd have to think maybe if they have a really good week at the Senior Bowl that maybe it moves them up on some team's draft boards and – maybe not on the third day of the draft and i mean it's all just a it's a giant crapshoot once it starts starts going outside of the you know top 10 picks or so it's just kind of where they fall and, and what teams need and, and if you want to take the best player on the board or if you want to fill a, a need on on in that particular franchise to me for most positions not all but most positions if you're good you will get there yeah, yeah, you'd have in, to think in so. football yeah. in the NFL. No, exactly, and I think for uh, a guy like Sidney Brown too, and, and Quan Martin as well, I think it's how well they can produce on special teams. I mean, you've seen two recent former Illinois, Illinois football players that didn't have nearly the type of uh, final seasons that that the Brown brothers had, or even Quan Martin at all, is just uh, Clayton Fedulum and Justin Hardy, and they've mm-hmm. carved out a very nice living and a very nice NFL career by just being special teams uh, all-stars, essentially. I mean, Justin Hardy is going to the... in the. Can you go to the Pro Bowl anymore, since it's there, not there, an actual the, game? The Pro Bowl games. Yeah, the games. It's like, it's like the Olympics, but lamer. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's just... Guys, that. nobody's watching this, and we can't have any. And nobody wants to play real football. Well, what can we do? Let's think- create something else that that's nobody not- wants to watch. I was, <laughs> I was talking with uh, Joey Wright about this the other day. Uh, was like, why do you? Shouldn't that say something about the state of your sport, where you try to have like an all-star game for the best of the best, and you don't want to play a football game? That's kind of a little. Uh, I don't know. I got some some second thoughts about that but it's not like i tuned into the pro bowl what was actually going on i i, I couldn't name baseball it. Just, star games the just, best just the best. make it make it the honors you know name your pro bowlers well you think i think in name only and just say great congratulations i mean you think back to in our childhood with all the all-star games for baseball nhl nba the pro bowl they were actually games mm-hmm. i mean the nhl all-star game is this uh, Saturday, it's tomorrow, and it's uh, three-on-three games between All-Stars from two of the divisions, and then they All-Stars from two more divisions play another game, and the winners of those two games play in like the championship game mm-hmm. tomorrow. Exactly. It takes me longer than five seconds to explain <laughs> what an All-Star game is. That's not really well, good. They don't, they, even want the, their, they don't even want their players playing in the Olympics. And, uh, yeah, you know? In the NBA All-Star game, they're picking the captain. Or the captains are picked, but then they're going to pick the starters right before the mm-hmm. game. That's cool. Because that's like playground, but ball. they don't play defense. Yeah. At well, all. I know it's that. Not a real. I'm not going to watch the game. But like a, a major, like major league baseball all star game. That's an actual baseball game. Granted, they have about they substitute every inning or so, and the scorecard can get real, it's like real the crowded. One game that you can't fake. Exactly. Like in, I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know how I got off on this tangent about <laughs> pro all-star games. Yeah. So just it was in my crawl. Matt, I know you have kids, and you I may do. have noticed I we have a, uh, I have a bundle of balloons here. Okay. It's, it's Scott's it's hard to miss. birthday week. <laughs> oh, you have a birthday week, not just Yeah, a... well, no, here's what happened. I had a birthday on Sunday. Oh, wow, it's and, carried over for five yeah. days. No, but <laughs> Into the I, next I, month and everything. <laughs> a loyal, a loyal group of listeners um, uh, sent me these balloons to, to honor are my they, birthday. For whatever re- reason, they are came. Are they related to you? No. Okay. Uh, they came a couple days later. Oh, nice. uh, they came in the they're belated balloons. They're belated balloons, and they've still been hanging around here. And I'm very appreciative. I sent a note to mm-hmm. to the listeners and and uh, shout out to our friends in Cerro Gordo. There Cerro you go. Gordo, nice town. Um, anyway, I just I have I have a lot of balloons, and I just didn't know if your if your kids no uh, deserve any of these. Uh, the have they earned the balloons today? <laughs> I don't know today. I haven't really seen one that much today. So got the, um, you know, I got the. Oxi- I don't. I got I, the drooping oxygen the ones. Sad, I don't know. The sad balloons. I don't the happy know. ones are the helium. I really don't know if I'd go home and tell my wife, "Hey, here's some balloons, and the kids could play with them." I don't. I don't know the look I would get. <laughs> you might get the weekend to yourself. <laughs> I, I don't really want that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can you can keep the balloons. <laughs> she might be getting a weekend to herself. <laughs> Hopefully, she's not listening. Right so, you know, we, we were just off air. We were discussing the merits of single life versus the merits of married life. And, um, you know, both pluses, both positives. There, there, there are pros and cons to all sides. Like tonight, I have to, I have to get home tonight because I need to be home tonight. Okay. <laughs> because my wife is not going to be home tonight. You well, don't, you don't, yeah. you don't want your kids by themselves. Yet. They're well, not they're of that age. They're not of the age. But okay. you, Evan, could be home tonight it or is, not. It's up to you. The, yeah. The the possibilities are limitless <laughs> but as it stands right now it probably won't be too exciting we got to work tomorrow yeah but that's your choice that's true and you're respecting your your profession tell them are you going to win tomorrow i think they do okay i just i think they're uh, the, the offensive firepower i th- this is I, i'm not going on analytics i just think illinois can mitigate iowa's offense enough mm-hmm. and 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 i just have a feeling the shooting's up a little bit, and this there's a little extra juice around it this week, as you may have noticed. So I just think Illinois wins, it's but the, I'm really not, I'm going more off a of gut than an how actual much, how much hard does, analysis. How much does Luke Goody play, and how much of a difference does he make? Less than four minutes. Ooh, okay, uh, that's that's less than I was I, I was going to say maybe five six. I'm going to go nine. Nine. Gonna five to a, six. Yeah, and under four. One of three from three point range. There you go. Texter Rick says, due to Illinois crushing Iowa tomorrow. Oh! I think, uh, uh, Luke should get some playing time. By the way, if they do win big, is that your headline? Crushed? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. And would you use a K or a C? <laughs> I think we've done it both ways before. It just kind of depends on the the moment. I don't know. It's, you just got to... My all-time favorite since I've been here. I've been here 10 years now, but this was last February. It was uh, Michigan State... Uh, win on the road it was right before the uh it was right after the infamous brad underwood pizza hut pizza uh, hut mm-hmm. so our they won at michigan state our headline was pizza party yeah yep. i like that one yep that's good. up there for me at very, least very cool all right sir you have a fantastic weekend i will try you guys do the same have fun with your balloons we we, <laughs> we will. will we 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 may make some use out of them before <laughs> we're besides just the festive atmosphere they provide <laughs> Take them on your first Illinois baseball road trip. Ooh, there you go. That would be to uh, Winston Salem. There mm-hmm. we go. That's in 
two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. Now I got him. Oh, fi- two weeks from today. I got him fired up, Evan. Day. Two he's weeks a, from he's today. He's all yours the next hour. All right. <laughs> Keep it going. I'm on a sugar high. <laughs> Back in a moment. Thanks, Matt. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Facer Law Office invites you to attend their free seminar, The Seven Secrets You Need to Know to Protect Your Home, Assets, and Family in Perilous Times. Join Thorpe Facer and Facer Law Office at the iHotel and Conference Center Tuesday, February 7th at 1.30 p.m. Reserve your space by calling Facer Law Office at 337-1111. That's 337-1111. All right, thanks to Brian for the notebook. Thanks to Matt Daniels for weighing in. We've got another hour coming up. Bob Osmussen will weigh in with his thoughts. Always good to talk to Bob of the world according to Bob Osmussen. Yep. Uh, looking forward to uh, My bad. another hour. I was just kind of looking here, but uh, we, we can get into it next hour. But it, it sounds like, of all people, the youngest guy on the Bulls, Io Sumu, is leading the charge and, and trying to spark some motivation down the stretch. Scored 22 last night on a Illini night for yeah. the Bulls in their win. Here comes the news. We're back after that WDWS Champaign-Urbana.